back to another episode of Don't Be So Dramatic. My name is Rachel and this is the podcast where I talk to different people in the entertainment industry to discover what their job involves and how they got there. Oh, we're at the end of 2019. I am so excited for what is coming next year. I had a great year this year. I hope you did too. Thank you to all our listeners for um, listening to our episodes this year. We are going to be coming back bigger and better than ever next year. So I hope you're all excited and hold on to your hats for it. <laughs> so for this week's episode, to cap off the year, I had with me Manya Roti. Now, Manya is a photographer in the entertainment industry. She is well known for doing headshots, portrait work. She's had exhibitions. She also shoots a lot of well-known plays and she's also done behind the scenes work with film. So she does a whole shebang, you know. Um, In terms of her headshots work, she's actually shot a lot of well-known and prominent people in our entertainment industry. So I'm going to link her website below. You can go and check out her work. And if you're like, you know what? I'd like a headshot or I'd like a portrait of myself. You can go to Manya and say, Manya, I know you're very good. Please book me in to have them done. And she will say, no problem. She's incredibly lovely. We spoke about how she got into photography and we also spoke about what it takes um, in order to be a photographer in the industry and have a sustainable career. Um, as a photographer yeah so I hope you have a lovely Christmas or holiday whatever you celebrate a happy new year and you're all ready for 2020 because I know I am so without further ado let's jump in Hi, Manya. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming along. You're a very busy lady all of the time, I imagine. So (laughs) you're like, "Uh." (laughs) everyone is in this industry, I suppose. Exactly. Um, So you're a photographer in the industry. You do many different things. You do headshots, portraits. You do, um, I guess, like photography as an art form. You photograph plays and films and all that sort of thing. Um, So where did your interest in photography first start out for you? Um, I think I was always a creative person and I thought that at the beginning I'd be a painter. Okay. I'm actually quite awful at painting. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I guess in high school. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did. I studied photography in high school um, and then... But I guess I never saw it as a career. I um, actually studied environmental science first. Okay. And um, yeah, it was a bit of a long-winded journey to photography yeah. as a career, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I did a year of teaching. Didn't, wow. That didn't quite click with me. Then I ran away overseas for two <laughs> years, went to London, lived there. Um, throughout that time, I suppose, I, I did a lot of photography. Okay. Um, I was traveling alone, so it was company, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then came back and um, studied environmental science, did that for three years, graduated from that. And I'm very passionate about that. But mm-hmm. um, I then I had moved away. I'm from Adelaide and I'd actually moved away from Adelaide. I was living in Perth at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe because I was away from home, I felt that I could 
just try something different mm-hmm. and um, I studied photography and it, yeah and then I sort of did my master's in photography and, and loved it and continued on from there. Yeah sure so with the environmental science was that kind of a you were like oh, I really love being creative but I should do something where I can you know have a have a job in adverted mm. commas that sort of thing was yeah. that kind of the because I guess whenever anyone kind of studies creative industries you kind of go and then what's my plan b <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that's right. so was that environmental science for you was kind of like the ah. Oh, you know, I, I, I don't really think I can full-time do creative stuff, so I'm going to do that, or... Yeah, I think so. I don't think... Um, yeah, I, I guess I didn't have the confidence to do it, and I think because um, you don't necessarily have an outcome after mm. a creative um, degree. So I think I struggled with that, um, yeah, finding myself in that world and not knowing what to do. Yeah. I just didn't have the confidence to do it, I suppose. Um, and, yeah, so – and then that continued on even when I started my business. It was a real – it was really challenging for me to let everything go and, and do it, plunge into starting a business and, yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. Mm. And a business in a creative industry as well mm, is especially absolutely. like – Oh, how's this going to go? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess moving overseas then kind of made you realise like, oh, <laughs> I can do things, <laughs> you know, that kind of like it gives you the confidence to know like, oh, I moved overseas. I was by myself, that sort of thing. Mm. Maybe other things are possible in life, you know? Yeah. I think, um, yeah, just I, th- I think yeah going off on your own and that sort of thing with anyone in the industry is a big kind of uh boost to be like oh I I didn't die doing this thing (laughs) so maybe (laughs) we'll go one step further and try something else Hmm. yeah and I think it was important for me to uh in Australia you're so isolated from other cultures as well and going living in London and being exposed to other countries and cultures it was I think that was really important for me to Mm. have those other influences um which yeah and I'm really glad that I've done and I traveled alone which you're gonna learn a lot lot about yourself yeah during that time so oh for sure yeah I don't know if I could travel alone to be perfectly honest I just like I guess I could I just don't know if I would take the leap of faith into doing it I don't know why though that's just kind of what well, I've had Well, that's the hardest head. part. Yeah. I suppose taking that leap and planning that on your own. Yeah. Once you're in it. You're just like, yeah, this is yeah. it. Yeah. This is kind of what I'm doing. Mm. And, and actually, when I had my camera on my own, it was mm-hmm. that was really helpful because you can it can be a tool to kind of observe people, but you still have your camera, so you kind of are comforted but I, I found it comforting yeah yeah I get that mm, yeah. that's interesting so it kind of feels like oh I'm like you've got a, a purpose for the day or yeah. whatnot and yeah um the exploration is something else other than just kind of walking around a new place or something like that I guess yeah. so um yeah so um then you came back to Australia and you studied photography um now in your study were you kind of set on because um, your start, your the way that you shoot um, um, is mostly in a studio. 
Yes. Now it is. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all changed as well. Sure. And that's all part of the, your career, I suppose. You adapt you kind and of find. change. And, yeah, I'm always continuing while trying to, to change and develop my skills and style and things like that. Yeah, sure. Mm. So when you were um, studying... Um, I mean, like whenever you study anything, you kind of get a little kind of bit of every kind of style, you know, with acting as well, you kind of do different styles of, um, or genres, if you will, was that kind of the same with your photography course? And, um, did you kind of in your mind already have like a style that you were like, oh, this is me, or did you kind of discover that through studying? Uh, I think. I'm continuing to find that, yeah, to be sure. perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. Um, but it definitely wasn't something that I found during the my course. Okay. My course, I mean, it was an amazing course. It was very concept-based, which um, I think I've carried throughout my career, I suppose. it was. I was always taught to um, everything in the frame has to have a meaning. And, okay. Um, yeah, and which I try to continue to, to practice within my um, photography. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it, we just explored lots of different photographers, prestiged them, uh, but also um, prestiging them, but also finding your own uh, style on top of that. Yeah. So not outrightly copying them, but just getting ideas from them and making it your own. Yeah. Um, and that was also really valuable. Uh, and I've continued to try to do that, just get influences from various places and, and then making it your, your own um, rather than copying, I suppose. Yeah, just yeah. kind of going, that's the way to take a photo and that's what has to be in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> so off you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I feel like a lot of um, a lot of most coaches in the industry actually and um, like prominent people – um, creative people, um, there's a bug flying around my face. <laughs> um, uh, prominent people in the industry are always kind of like, I'm always learning. I'm constantly, you know, learning new techniques um, and reevaluating the the way that I kind of teach them to people or the, the way that I implement it into my own work, which is always very encouraging for, mm. I think, other people coming up in the industry because you think, well, there's never going to be a moment where I've reached my peak of like, I know what I'm doing <laughs> kind of thing. And I know what my style is and I, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just continue forever like but this. But how boring would that be? It'd be so boring. <laughs> yeah. If you, yeah. If you feel like that. It'd, yeah. It'd be, it'd be incredibly boring. It I suppose. would be. Yeah. But then it's a summit. Sometimes it's exhausting constantly striving for more. That That's can also true. be a... An addiction, I suppose, and never be settled or happy with what you've achieved or done. Or yeah, so I think yeah. that's a fine line. But yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think it's you constantly need to change. But like everything, else, like your environment changes, your you know you change, mm-hmm. your influences change. So many things. Yeah, change. for sure. Hmm. Yeah, um, I guess like in the the medium of photography, do you find that? Um, like, I, th- I think um, coming from an actor's perspective, we were talking about watching ourselves on um, screen just before. Um, I think when you first kind of start out and, and seeing yourself on camera and watching your work and whatnot, 
there I don't think that you ever go oh, I'm 100% happy with that mm. is it the same with photography when you're first kind of starting out and you just going like oh I don't like I don't like it or there's I just I don't kind of know what it is that I don't like is not clicking with that piece of work or um how yeah what what is the kind of is there a similar thing to that in photography yeah absolutely um uh I'm constantly looking at my photo well I'm a bit the same as I just in terms of sometimes I'm just not wanting to look at them but I think really? it is a way yeah absolutely okay. I think there's yeah okay. I, I definitely some I think um some you're just like no not feeling it yeah okay. yeah um I think yeah I mean it is a way of reflecting and learning and mm-hmm. understanding I've had to I guess my photography uh, is a business I suppose as, yeah. as a headshot photographer is a business and I've had to learn to um separate myself from the business I think that's yeah. a really important thing and I think reflecting on images and things like that looking at it you can be really hard on yourself and be like I did this wrong I, I, I would have done this blah 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 um, be very critical of yourself but I think if you look at it more as a business um, or or not as you as an individual then yeah. you can um, get a lot more from it in terms of not being hard on yourself yeah. but um, just reflecting on it and learning okay well next time I'll do this I'll try this and try to experiment and change things up mm. rather than it being about the mistakes you've made. Yes. Mm. It's like not, it's hard when you're like laying in bed at night being like, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, and, that's dangerous. You know, it is. And you just, it's funny when you recall the things that you were like, that went wrong or that wasn't as good or whatnot, rather than being like, that was really good, that part that I did or you know mm. the good things which is funny yeah. that that's kind of like a go-to and that yeah. um, that's where that separation is yes. important. yeah yeah which takes a lot of work it does as well constant work oh, yeah, yeah and you constantly have to tune that skill yeah up, yeah I think. I'm constantly I find I have to constantly remind myself mm. about that so yeah. I imagine that being yes. really hard <laughs> yeah as an actor of course yeah. it's really hard to separate that Mm, well, I mean, um, I think as in the industry at the moment, like mindset training is becoming quite a hot topic mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to kind of um, implement into your work as well, um, which I kind of actually never really like thought about it being part of all creative industries. But um, yeah, like, you know, coming from an actor's perspective, um, your mindset and working on your mindset just as you as an individual and being able to separate, you know, your work is like, oh, that's my work and mm. a business. And, you know, the feedback that I get isn't a reflection of like who I am as a person and just, you know, um, constantly checking in and being like, am I happy? You know, how does this make me feel? All of those fun things. Mm. But I guess like for you, it's the the exact same as well you know it's um Mm. because you are putting so much of yourself into your work as well but then you do have to kind of be able to separate it and then 
with all that comes all of the emotions and you know if you you let your emotions get the better of you then you know you, um your mindset can shift into like a negative area which then is not great mm. um yeah it's like it's constant work yeah absolutely and i guess if you're in that negative space then it's really hard to receive feedback yeah and um receive it and then act on it i think yes. it, yeah because you then you it's it's all about how you you as an individual has made a mistake and then you kind of have to get over that before you can mm-hmm. take on any feedback so yeah well when you were first starting with your business what was the main kind of um were you doing all of like everything that you're doing now with the headshots and the portraits and um all that sort of thing or were you kind of just focusing on one area um at the start um i was focusing on headshots i guess okay. i mean i didn't really know what i was doing okay. <laughs> as in i didn't know where it was going to take me okay um so but i think i was really concerned that i was focusing just on headshots because yeah um i, I thought that just felt really natural to me yeah in terms of working one-on-one with someone taking their portrait um connecting with them um getting to know them um and then yeah but I was concerned that it was such a niche market that like if it went wrong <laughs> I didn't have anything to fall back on okay um but in I guess in fact I mean I've been doing it for like 10 years so back mm-hmm. then I was really lucky that I think there was a bit of a gap in the market so there were definitely wasn't as many photographers around mm-hmm. um and it was just the right time um and that kind of took off uh and then I suppose being in that world opened me up to uh yeah doing production stills and mm. posters and um yeah more portrait editorial stuff so that all developed I suppose afterwards yeah sure so the first kind of part I guess was like did you initially kind of know like okay I've got to keep checking myself and checking in with myself or was it at the start kind of a little bit of like just learning as you go kind of thing and just like being like okay this is this is what's happening and then like now looking back on it you're like oh okay now I kind of know how to handle myself within the medium or what do you mean by the, like checking in with yourself? Um, I mean like with the mindset sort of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, at the beginning, yeah, I don't think there was a lot of checking in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was really aware of that. And I was mm-hmm. just, I guess, scrambling. It was a really stressful time starting I out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as an actor, you understand as well. Like it was, you know, I, I guess now... It's been 10 years, so I kind of forgot about those times, but it was yeah. really hard. Like, I didn't have, I had, like, no money. Like, I won a grant, which was really fortunate, mm. and that paid for, like, my website and lights. But, um, yeah, I mean, I had to quit my jobs. I was doing, uh, working at just a crappy camera shop. <laughs> um, and, but at, and at a printing lab, which was a, which actually was a really amazing printing, photographic printing lab, and I mm-hmm. did learn a lot from 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 there um but then doing headshots on the side like on the weekends okay and so i had to make the next step i had to quit my jobs so i did that with like not a lot of money behind me mm-hmm. and um converted my spare room into like an office and 
um, yeah, and printed flyers, business cards, all of that <laughs> stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, you, I don't think there was a lot of reflection back then. Mm. Um, I think it was just like survival. It was just like oh, trying yeah. to get your foot in the door and just work really. I work, you know, I still do work really hard, but yes, really hard <laughs> to get in there. Yeah, um, and I think it's now that like I've had that experience. And, and have had, like, gone through working, like, too hard. Yeah. You know, wearing myself out. And um, yeah. I think going through that, then uh, burning out and then um, reflecting on that. And yeah. then having to have that distance. Mm. Yeah. I think with the whole, like, it's it's hard in the industry because you constantly told if you want to make it in the creative industry, you have to work really hard. And so then you go, okay, I'll work really hard. And then when you do have days, off, well, this is personally, I'm talking for myself. I know that sometimes when I have days off, I feel so guilty because I think, oh, I've got this thing to do. I should, I, I have time now to do it. And then you don't take the time off and then you do burn out. And so it's kind of this balance of actually kind of actively relaxing mm. i don't know if that's i just made that term up um to be able to you know um go forward in your career and make better work and you know get you know um go over the stepping stones or whatever you want to call it um in order to you know progress but yeah, it's it's re- I just find it really hard. I just find mm. it really hard to find that balance between hard work and actually kind of living your life and you know taking time off and not burning out. It's like this constant, you know, up and down battle for me mm. for sure. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I obviously felt that as well and I think um I was really stressed about putting boundaries in mm. because like I think that if you um in this creative world, in, in many industries, I suppose, if you give all yourself, then often people will take that. They will... Yeah. I mean, not always, but, um, yeah. But you're exposed to that. Um, yeah. That possibility. And I think... And so I was like that. And then um, I, was, I needed to put boundaries in. And I was really stressed about, like, putting boundaries in and be like, oh, no, actually, I can't do that day or yeah. whatever but I've, I've learned that people really respect boundaries I think it's like okay yeah. and and sometimes there's t- times where you be like okay there's no other option I'm just gonna do it mm-hmm. this once off that's okay um but I think people respect the boundaries yeah oh, I've found anyway in my experience that's true yeah I think um and then you can have time to yourself it's yeah. really important yeah it is it's, yeah i mean often i get ideas as soon as i um i'm from adelaide so i often drive from sydney to adelaide do you with my partner as well wow. and my dog and um oh. <laughs> and um being on the road and um silence i suppose and not having yeah. you know having what, 15 16 hours on the road or whatever yeah it is um that's when ideas come to me. It's off it, every year it happens. Wow. Get out of Sydney and then yeah. So you yeah. do need those times. 
you have to have that. Yeah, mm. it's just being able to know that taking that step away is actually nothing's ever going to happen. Yeah. I think you're. But don't also expect something to happen. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, where's my idea? Yeah, I've made that mistake. I took a week off to be like, an epiphany will come to me, <laughs> and it never did. And then I was like wondering why. But yeah. <laughs> no. So there's also that like losing the expectations of what that time what you're going to get from that time immediately. Yeah. Because sometimes it's not immediate and sometimes it's later. Yeah, that's true. And I think, well, I just think that it's the mentality of my big break is going to come if I Mm. step away from it right now. So I can't, you know, which is never the case. It's, you know, nothing's going to happen if you step away for two weeks and, you know, just have a moment Mm. to yourself. Um yeah, that's that's something that I just need to tell myself every day because <laughs> I'm getting to the end of this year being like I'm pretty tired mm. um, in a great way, in a great way, though. Um, I think it's um, quite fulfilling to be like, I'm tired because I worked a lot this year, you know, um, and then, yeah, to go. Yeah, I just need to go and lie on the beach for a few days, I think. Yeah, and you shouldn't feel guilty about that at I know, all. You deserve that. Yeah, we all deserve it. We should all go and have a lie on the beach (laughs) for a few days together and then come back working harder next year. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, you shoot a lot of um, well-known Australian people, I guess, (laughs) actors. Um, In terms of um, your, your work with them, um what what is kind of the process of getting to know them and having a concept for shooting them um of like with portraits and whatnot um and yeah approaching headshots as well how what is your process of kind of getting to know someone and knowing how to shoot them Mm, yeah that's an interesting (laughs) question i mean and that's pretty much the main part of my work i mean i would say it's like 90% 90% talking and 10% kind of shooting or te- the technical side. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I try to get to know them really quickly yeah. and, um, in terms of just reading them, their body language. Yeah. Um, yeah, working out their vulnerabilities, their insecurities, um, but just connecting with them. I mean, I that's my ultimate goal is to... Um, shoot capture them in the most honest way Mm -hmm. i suppose um so it's just making them feel comfortable reassuring them um yeah and i mean everyone comes in everyone there's commonalities with everyone in terms of generally they're insecure and vulnerable it's a really vulnerable thing getting your photo taken i mean i hate it so (laughs) um but yeah and it yeah and also i guess a way that I do is show my vulnerabilities as well. Yeah. Um, I try to. Um, I think that's important to be able to do that. And to, yeah, if I'm asking them to reveal themselves, then I think that I need to also to do that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, it's very similar with podcasting. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> you have to get to know someone very quickly and then you have to kind of like be in the moment with them and be like, hey, like, we're just having a chat. <laughs> and, but, you know, it is sometimes it gets quite deep and whatnot and people just 
um, tend to like open up about, you know, their whole life and their Mm -hmm. whole creative journey and you have to kind of be in it with them. So I imagine like, because I get tired from doing that, Mm -hmm. I imagine you also like it kind of takes a toll on you as well to be, you know, having to be in that vulnerable state quite often with your work Mm, yeah absolutely and that's why boundaries are good yes (laughs) Um, working out how much you can kind of take for the day and then I mean I guess I'm lucky because I've got like contact with people but then I also in my day daily day um and then I do all my editing and photoshopping and um, admin and all that so there's kind of a good split between Mm. yeah being giving you your all to someone and then being at a computer and listening to lots of podcasts and (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, and yeah photoshopping and things like that so I think it's for me it's quite a good balance and I've had to learn to balance that out yeah Mm. do you find when um you do like editorial work and stuff for magazines is it a um a different process working with I guess like you would work with models and stuff not necessarily actors in that sort of work is it is it kind of a little bit of a different process or you find that across the board it is just quite similar well I mean most of my work is with actors actually I haven't done a lot of modeling work but okay more fashion stuff so a lot of the portrait editorials are with actors okay um but yes, it's a different process than headshots, I think. Mm. Um, it's it's a little bit more, well, sometimes we'll look at images and work out what they want. I think, yeah, with what I do, sometimes they want something with the portraits in terms of for their portfolio. So they might want a particular style. Yeah. Um, so we talk about that. and. Um, but I think it's probably a little bit more freeing, the portraits and the editorial. It's a bit okay. more movement. There's, yeah, a bit more playfulness. It's, uh, the crops are different in terms of it might be more yeah. of a mid-shot or a full length or, yeah. And the clothes tend to be different, I suppose, like the styling of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and it's, I guess it's more of a, about them their personality I feel like they can be yeah. uh, show their personality a little bit more yeah with them I which think. is still hard to like walking into a room and being like just be yourself oh I know <laughs> whilst I click this camera yeah be in this very uncomfortable environment or yeah yeah, yeah unnatural environment I suppose yeah mm, the hardest thing that I find with headshots is just like you know like having to be natural but then being like and just tilt your head slightly and just like lean forward and then I'm just kind of like (laughs) what am I doing (laughs) yeah well it's hard to continue to be I mean in the moment when Mm. you're kind of getting that that direction for sure yeah it's a whole art form Mm. it's not just like a and turn and flick your hair and that's the one (laughs) never works like that (laughs) I wish that would make my life so much easier (laughs) oh dear so with the with the headshot work then um what is kind of your recommendation for actors um who are wanting to get headshots done what should they kind of be looking for um, in a photographer slash um, in terms of like should we be looking at like kind of what we want or what the market wants 
I think, I mean, ultimately what you want, Mm -hmm. but I know that that doesn't, I guess it doesn't work for everyone. I guess it depends because, I mean, their agent might be wanting a particular thing from them. Yeah, okay. Um, So that might be a bit different. Yeah. But other than that, I think definitely what you want. Yeah. I think it's really dangerous to um, think about what the market wants because Mm -hmm. I I just don't think you'll ever satisfy... From my experience, I suppose, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll ever satisfy that. I mean, you might, but then you might not be happy. And yeah. then you might, it might change. And then you have to change. I, I just think it's better to be yourself. And yeah, I mean, I know that that's obviously really hard too. Um, but then at least you're happy. And that's I think true. it's, it's, I think it's just far more important for you to be happy. And then, um, yeah, so ultimately what you want from a photographer is, yeah, their style, okay. their approach, looking at all of that, speaking to people, getting advice from them, people that have shot with them or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever um, have agents kind of say to you, look, we need this kind of thing for this person and you think, oh, I don't know if that works? Yes, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, sometimes there might be, agents might think um, that, particularly if they're new, they might, like, Mm. um, straight out of drama school or whatever, they want a particular style for them or they think they're a particular actor and, in fact, they're not and Mm. they don't appear that way on screen. Yeah, okay. um, But, yeah, I I do chat to agents and they often kind of talk to me about their client and um, what sort of personality they have and how they want to be captured sometimes. Yeah, so, sure. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately agents and casting directors and people in the industry want to see them. Like, yeah. Yeah, I honestly think that that is the main look. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously cases that they want a particular style or whatever, yeah. but I, I think ultimately they just want them to look like them. Yeah, sure. I guess, and I guess if they are new to the industry, they might not even know kind of fully who they are yet. Yeah, and that's, that's right. why it's kind of a bit of a, a you know, struggle at mm. first to be like, oh, you know, what do I want out of my headshots? Headshots are a whole thing. Like people in that are not in the industry, <laughs> I don't know if they know like how how much of an ordeal headshots are for actors it's just like the the amount of times that you'll change them you know if you change them slightly what that can do for your career and stuff and it's just it's yeah it's insane I recently was talking to someone about my headshots and they're great headshots but um like i and very strong in comedy work and they don't reflect that mm. even though like you, you don't need a headshot of you laughing to be like oh they do comedy yes <laughs> you know but it's interesting that in a photo you can you know shoot it in a way that you go oh you know I, I think that person would be good in this genre or that genre kind of thing and you're not really doing anything different in the photo it's just kind of yeah what you what you want out of it i guess mm. um but you with your um photos you shoot um a lot in a studio now um and the lighting and stuff is very 
it, uh, dramatic's the wrong word, but I just don't know what right word to use. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like the, it's very, well, they look great. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks great in the photos. It's very, there's a lot of like darkness in the photos and whatnot, but that doesn't necessarily mean shadows. Um, that sort of vibe. I don't know. Mm. You can, you can probably explain it way better than I am trying to. So, <laughs> well, I think. I mean, I ultimately focus on the eyes and okay, um, and the face. Obviously, like I mean, that's what it's about for me. Yeah. So that's where it starts in yeah. terms of lighting and all of that. So that's my m- main focus. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess it, they're not all quite, they're not all dark. I do have light ones as do, well. Yes. And um, yeah, it depends on what suits that person. Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, I try to, everyone's different. Everyone's face is different, structure and how they yeah. stand their, their um, body language. So I try to obviously light them all individually and what yeah. they need. And um, yeah, but I think. I guess I am quite drawn to the darker images. I think mm. you're right in saying that. I do have that kind of darker, moody, maybe filmic look. And mm. I do, I personally like that style, but it doesn't work for everyone. So I do yeah. try to I contrast that out with other ones as well. Yeah. yeah. Even in the, well, even in the lighter ones, it's like if it has like a, a kind of, like one part of darker color that dark color kind of like pops out a little bit i found mm, okay, um, that's interesting. yeah i don't know <laughs> me trying to talk about photography <laughs> no i like that <laughs> yeah i do like i re- i i really like the kind of the contrast the contrast in your images mixed with like it's like this kind of smoothness through it as mm-hmm. well which is very like clean um, I really enjoyed, um, especially, and you bring that out in the, um, a lot of the, um, theater work that you've shot as well. Obviously like theater is being lit by whatever Mm. lighting they want to do, but I found that, um, your style does come out in those images as well. Um, when you were approached to do those projects, was that kind of why they approached you? Do you think because they were looking at your previous work going, well, that's the, a similar thing to what we're wanting for our show or I'm not sure maybe I don't we'll know I them. think it was probably <laughs> in because I was just in the industry mm-hmm. I suppose and um the first like production stills I shot was uh it was terrifying actually I, oh really yeah because I, I I did it for Belle Shakespeare and they didn't their photographer wasn't available okay which and show was that? It was well. It was the players. The um, so it was Romeo oh, and yes. Juliet, which was like the at the opera house. Yeah. And um and because it's aimed at um kids, it's really fast, like very fast. Mm-hmm. And I um it was in a um preview, so there was an there was an audience. Oh no! Oh my gosh, it was terrifying. And I could only I could be on the stairs. Yeah. And in one two seats in the front row, and that was it. So I had this like really fast paced show and I had to shoot it from there. It was, yeah, it was really terrifying. Um, 
But I mean, I of course, I guess I have a style, but I try not to put my style too much on the theatre show, maybe. Okay. Because I, I try to let that tell the story. Yeah, I, for sure. Yeah, but obviously the way I colour grade and yes. the way I shoot it, mm-hmm. it's going to be style. A certain way. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. I Yeah, for some reason I imagined that you would have shot like a – a dress rehearsal or something well, so you normally couldn't... I would okay no normally I would but because the they their photographer couldn't make it I, right yeah, they'd gone this through was the, the dress only yeah only time it was <laughs> extremely stressful yeah I, I learned so. a lot from it though for sure absolutely yeah oh my goodness me <laughs> that just that's a and you know that's a completely different way of shooting again because mm. it's not you kind of directing them being like we're going to try this. It's like, this is happening and you're just going to have to go along with it. Absolutely. And just kind of capture what is going on in front of you, Mm. which I guess, do you do any um, just like landscape photography or like photography, like travel photography or anything like that? Um, Yeah, this is the thing that I've struggled with, Mm. with doing um, my my love of photography as a business. Uh, I've continue to struggle with like doing it as an art form and as a business I think it's that's been really hard I did it really well at the beginning um but it's kind of fallen off a bit now but um and I guess I'm not that type of photographer I think I might become maybe like I would like to be able to document more of my life and like doing um landscapes and things like there are projects that I'm planning to do yes because you do um you've had work exhibited as well yeah yeah Yeah. so I am planning to do another exhibition and doing that sort of work um but yeah I actually watched a documentary on Annie Leibovitz the other day and she's just documented like her whole life like it's an amazing catalogue and I was really jealous I was like (laughs) I was like oh I wish I could be that kind of photographer of just like always having my camera yeah um but yeah I, I, I'm not doing that at the moment, but I think it's also because my camera is so big that I yeah. actually need to have a smaller one that I can feel like I can just put in my bag. Yes, for sure. So, not just like doing weights with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah that's... but I'm working on that. So that's, okay. yeah, I'm working on doing it more mm-hmm. uh, kind of art-based stuff, I suppose, as well. Yeah, mm. sure. Because you're the exhibition that you, I think it was... The one in 2016 that was the um, women in uniform mm. one, that was um, definitely portrait based mm. again. So it was more um, not at all kind of like, um, I guess, like lifestyle pieces or whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah, when you when you have um, exhibitions that you want to do, um, are you focusing on a concept or where do you kind of is that what you think of when you're driving to Adelaide (laughs) I guess okay (laughs) yes I guess because of my um the studies that I did it was all concept based and I think it that worked and maybe it's also my science side too of having a concept and kind of like um using that as uh, reading about it and uh, because I did a master's so I did uh, a thesis Okay. And so then I had an exhibition of my thesis, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and so that's been my foundation. So, yeah, I'll continue to do that with my exhibitions. But then sometimes I also get tired to 
too much to having to have that concept and meaning. Sometimes I need mm-hmm. to be able to just have fun with it. <laughs> so there's that as well. I think it's really yeah. good, but I think I need to have that balance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like in my studies, I did a lot of uh, feminist reading. Like I, all of my work was, and with the women in uniform was all like feminist kind of based mm-hmm. um and i did do uh laura um mulby is she's a film theorist and she focuses on the male gaze mm-hmm. so i did a lot of research um she was a part of my research during uni um so that's kind of i guess continued on i don't think i've really answered your question but <laughs> i forgot <laughs> what, what the question t- was <laughs> so that's all good <laughs> so yeah but yeah but, to concepts yeah that is important okay for me with exhibitions and things like that yeah I think coming from like a filmmaking perspective um it's kind of like you do you know you think oh I want to portray this concept in a film say and then I think sometimes people can get too caught up in you know um like is this coming through in the work you know um, other pe- are people going to find meaning in this concept kind of thing? How am I going to market this concept? And um, I recently was talking to someone about filmmaking and they were kind of asking me about, because um, I just shot a short film this year and they were saying, oh, you know, what were the, the points that you were thinking about that would be marketable? And I said, you know, I honestly just wrote the film because I liked it. Um, and I think that that is so important in filmmaking to just make work that, and this is back to your point about the headshots, is just, you just first and foremost have to make something that you're going to like. I think a lot of people start off thinking, what audience am I appealing to? And how is this going to be marketable as a project? And I think from that standpoint, you're trying to please other people and that's just never going to work. I think um, the only way you can really get people to be like, oh, that's cool, is if you're just finding happiness and passion within what you're doing and just going, well, I'm happy doing this. I enjoy doing this, you know. Of course it is a business and, yes, you know, especially with producing and whatnot, you do have to go, okay, we've got this project, what are we going to do with it sort of thing? And I imagine similar with exhibiting your work, you kind of go, well, what are we going to do with this body of work? But, yeah, I think from the the first step, it really does have to be like, what what do I want out of this kind of thing? Which, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's the only way to kind of, please everyone in a way yeah because yeah you if you are looking at okay i'm i'm doing this because it's going to be marketable yeah um then if that doesn't work then you'll be really unhappy with that decision Mm, yeah um and it take and you go off on a different tangent as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah it is really hard to stay true to yourself and um continues to stand by that when sometimes you're you're up against challenges and um knockbacks that 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 is really hard you then need to know when to adapt slightly or actually force through with with that current idea yeah that's a really hard thing to do yeah Mm. for sure Mm. um 
Yeah, yeah. and it just takes practice. It mm. takes learning and practice and failing. Yes. Oh, failing. Yes. <laughs> we love to fail. Yes. Um, and that's something else in the creative industry that is always interesting is that I think that people are scared to put work out there because they know it's not their best work that they're ever going to do, which is always quite interesting because then if you're not putting work out there at all because you're scared that it's not going to be the most amazing thing anyone's ever seen, then I don't think you can really get that far, Mm. which I imagine is the same in photography. You know, it is a whole bunch of just putting your work out there and, you know, um, when you're first starting out, you don't have to be the most amazing photographer ever and you have to be okay with doing bad work, Mm. you know, which is terrifying. Yeah. Especially in an age of like internet where things last forever, essentially. (laughs) I actually try not to think about it. Yeah, that's fair. Me too. The the record behind me. Yeah. That's uh, on the internet. Uh, I think it's for the best. (laughs) Think about that too much. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, definitely. I definitely think you can't think about that too much. Otherwise, it just it drives everything that you do, and then yeah, you, know, and you overthink all of every you you do. Know, every move you make. So yeah, kind of filters through lots of other parts of your life. <laughs> yes, yeah, mm. and then you just end up being unhappy altogether, which yeah. is not what we want out of life. When so. you're never ready to like with headshots. I guess I say to lots of people, you're never ready. You're never really ready to do it with a headshot. You're never like, mm. I've had the best night's sleep. I've had, you know, my skin mm-hmm. is amazing. I'm glowing. Like, yeah. all that. You're never, you're never quite ready. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes there's a better time to do it, but um, yeah, you're never really ready. Yeah. And I guess that's with lots of other things in life. Like, yes. you never feel totally prepared. Yes. If you th- overthink it too much. Yeah. Um, you will talk yourself out of it. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Very true. Well, we've gone for a while. So (laughs) thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, What is your website that people can find you at? Um, I think it is. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it's just my name, Marnia Roti, or it's marniarotiphotography.com. Okay. Yeah. Either or, just Either Google or your name and it'll come up because that's what I did. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'll put the link below to your website and um, we shall talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me.